What's going on, everybody? It is Friday, July 23rd, and you have found the Pinwheels and Ivy Podcast. I am your host, Matt Swaski, a.k.a. Southside Zoe, a.k.a. Father Zoe. And with me, as always, Mr. Aldo Soto. We're two for two. Last week, we got the jock trade, middle of the show. Now, we yep. have to start off, we got Nelson Cruz to the Rays. Yes, sir, and the good Reverend K. Fids. <sighs> that sums up a lot. <laughs> that actually, that's such an accurate summary of the last like 48 <laughs> hours on Twitter. Um, so for those of you listening to us on Friday, we love you. Absolutely appreciate you guys listening. Um, for those of you that watch us on Thursday night, you're like our oldest kid. We love you just a little bit more. Um, but oh, oh, oh. Don't, if you have a second kid, though, don't let him hear this. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, he'll, he'll know. He'll know right away. <laughs> I'll keep him in line. Um, but for those of you watching us live on Thursday night, before we even get into the intro, uh, noted beef loaf hater Jeff Passan just tweeted out that the Tampa Bay Rays are finalizing the deal to acquire Nelson Cruz from Minnesota, which sucks, in my opinion, because, yes, it's good he's out of Minnesota. It's bad because now the White Sox are most likely going to face him in the playoffs. So uh, we're going to get to that in just a second, but we have to – we have so much to talk about. Um this show has been running three years longer than your Mercedes retirement. Um, we're going to talk about trade deadlines, um, rumors, what to expect around this time of year. Um, I mean, the White Sox are 20 games over 500. And no one's talking about that right now because of this other bullshit. And apparently we're going to be talking about Nelson Cruz going to the race. So all that and a lot more. Like I said, if you're uh, in the car with a little kid, you might want to wait till you have headphones for this episode. Um, and all that being said, let's tap this keg because Zoe needs a drink. Free build of the favorites. We here for the latest. Yeah. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee, so the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Straight rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season, make it all change. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy. Uh, this show is brought to you by PointsBet. Make sure you – I didn't realize that you can go to the any of the PointsBets uh, – betting sites you don't have to go to the casinos like there's one in crestwood if you're on the south side like where the otb used to be in crestwood there you can just cruise up there all you got to do is park in the parking lot and you can activate your account so make sure uh you can you activate your account through points bet and also the show is brought to you by us buy some merch but i really want to point out i made a video but go show some love to tick blitz t-i-x-b-l-i-t-z the guy made good on our winner last year for the opening game tickets we gave away. And one of our great um, listeners is now going to the Sunday game for the White Sox and Brewers courtesy of tick blitz, which I didn't reach out to this guy. I didn't ask him to do this. Like he literally out of 
left field just hit me up in the DMs and was like, yo, I want to make good on this. Uh, can you put me in touch with your winner? So I matched them up together. Boom, boom. And uh, he's going to Milwaukee now. Really happy he gets to go. He said it's his first Sox game outside of Chicago. So that makes it even more special. And if you look at the pitching matchups, this is 100% (laughs) like a playoff preview type deal this weekend in Milwaukee. So is there a total for the like, like the total for the whole series run scored? Because that would be a great bet. Yeah, I'm. I don't even like betting the under. I'm betting the under every game in the series. And I think the total for every game is going to be like six and a half. <laughs> three and a half. Um, they said like this is the first time this late in the season that uh, like the combined starting yeah, yeah, yeah. totals is under like two, three, three. Like that's just ridiculous. Since, since like 1917. When, yeah, you know. that's just yeah. When you know old Curly Moreau was throwing that wicked curve over the right with he was using a snap ball. Um, Seacott was trying to never mind. Yeah, but oh. let's just start with the breaking news. We like breaking news. If you're on Twitter right now, tune in. Um, so we don't know the details. All we know is. I'm pretty sure I called this like three weeks ago too. When we first way. brought it up, yeah. yeah. I have we have this on tape. Nelson Cruz is going to Tampa Bay. It just made way too much sense. They don't need a fielder. They just need a bat. Was kind of hoping they would take newly unretired Yerman, but <laughs> that wasn't happening. So, and you know what? I'm just gonna clear the air right now because I'm gonna be making jokes the whole fucking episode. Right. I hope that there's nothing wrong with Yerman Mercedes mentally. Like, I hope he's in a good mental yeah. health space because this is some weird behavior the last couple of days. But Homeboy <laughs> used song lyrics to retire uh, and then unretired. unretired with a picture of a phoenix saying he'll never quit. And now he's back on the bench in uniform in Charlotte as we do this show. This all happened within 24 hours. And in that 24 hours, we got every single fucking hot take <laughs> you could imagine from Tony La Russa criticism to people standing up for Tony La Russa, this was for perfect. people standing up for Yerman, for all this shit. It was the dumbest 24 hours on Twitter. <laughs> like, it was just dumb. I think I think Kim K's marriage to Humphreys lasted longer than it your means uh, retirement. Did. It did. We could we could do a whole hour show on things that lasted longer than your means retirement. Oh. Don't be nasty. And, then, uh, and that's how babies are made. Uh, yep. And so like. I hope he's okay. Like, this isn't a shot at Yerman. This is me more making fun of the situation. But, like, the national media takes on this were so unbelievably asinine that our local guys, like Chuck Garfine and all the guys at NBC Sports and all these guys, they actually had to, like, stand up for themselves to the national media, which was wild. You never see that before. Chuck literally quote-tweeted a guy and was like, you have no idea what you're talking about. People were just taking complete pod shots at the White Sox I don't know where. Anyways, back to Nelson Cruz. Yes. I'm going to be making fun of this German shit all show, though. So that's it. Um, that actually should be a hashtag, by the way. Hashtag things that lasted longer than Yerman's retirement. I would start that, but then people see that's the other thing. People are going to say, you don't know his mental health. You don't know, like, if he's blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, like, I get it, guys. Like, there's a, I don't know. It's hard to explain. But my last note on that, on like the whole, because like that's what I thought what it was for at first before I realized he's just, Doing like uh, ad libs of uh, song <laughs> that, whatever that song lyric was. Yeah. Um, I just like is, if something's like wrong with Yerman, like hey, I hope he gets yeah, better. Exactly. Or whatever it is, whatever it is, the generic thought of that 
But like, I hate when anyone, like, especially with athletes, because obviously they're going to have the spotlight. When you, like, do the, and, like, I, like, Wilson Contreras does this, like, all the fucking time, too, and it's annoying as hell. When they, like, tweet out just, like, vague shit, or it's just, like, these, like... Ellipses? Like, yeah, it's just, like, these random fucking things. It's, like, if you want to say something, just say it. Like, yeah. why are you playing I really have a water bottle that's empty with, like, oh, like, a, you, like, like a TLC lyric. I don't know. I mean, it's... <laughs> Yumper, Yumper says it in the comments. And again, you should be watching us live on Thursday nights on every social media platform, except for Instagram, apparently, because that's only for retirement announcements. Um, Yumper says, like, honestly, I'm hoping that it's just him being a big crybaby, being like, look at me. I, I just hope it was, uh, you know, he took a page out of Tony LaRusso's book, you know, probably drank a little, got in his feelings. Yeah, hey, and then fine. he's like, you know what, fuck this. Yeah. I mean, how many times have we all done that? We've all done that before. We've uh, all there's someone got, on this show, you know. Yeah, we've, we've all like sat here. Tweets at night. Yeah, we've all sat here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel judged. I feel we've, judged. We've all sat there. We've, <laughs> all, gotten, right we've all gotten drunk on a Wednesday night and been like, fuck this job. Woke I do up, remember this. Woke up at six in the morning to like, delete, <laughs> delete, delete, delete. This delete. also yeah. reminded me of like. It's a bunch of letters. I don't know what that is. Delete, delete. <laughs> I ordered Del Taco. Good. Okay. This like this really is it. Like if it was just like a tantrum, like I don't. It's like ah, like what the fuck? Why am I in AAA or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like this right? Like Tommy Lasella in 2016, I think, mm-hmm. when he got sent down in like the middle of the season. Obviously, the Cubs were like like they're in first place and like first like they ran the table the entire year. They're a good team, and then they just sent him down, and he was down there for like like I think a couple days. And then he's like, I'm going home. No, I, I'm playing baseball for only the Cubs. I am not doing this minor league stuff anymore. And then, like, right. he was out for, like, a month. And they're like, hey, dude, like, what's going on? And, like, eventually, like, they – I mean, they figured out – they and at the end, like, it didn't become a big deal. Like, he was on the team. He was on the, on the, on the playoff roster. So. Right. And so, I mean, there's been so many takes, dude, so many takes. But – like I even saw, like you know, September first, two more roster spots open. Like if he got his bat back between now and then, he was fucking. And it was, yeah, he was hitting over three hundred. <laughs> and it, but so then I get DM'd this other Twitter account. I guess we're, we'll talk about Cruz in a minute, but we're on a roll here. Yeah, we get DM'd this other. I get DM'd this other Twitter account of this dude who claims to be Yerman's uncle. And if you go through his t- Twitter timeline, like he's got 46 followers, but his whole timeline is Yerman, Yerman, Yerman. All his replies are about Yerman, 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 Yerman. So it's either Yerman's uncle or it's his burner account. One of the two. Okay? <laughs> so he replied to the Passan tweet about Yerman last night. Yeah. And he goes, he's not retire- retiring. He just wanted a trade and the White Sox won't listen. So he'd rather retire. Now that actually makes a lot of sense to me. Like I, I can totally see. I don't obviously don't know Yerman mm-hmm. at all, but like I could totally see him being like, "Trade me now, trade me now, trade me now," and the White Sox just being like, "Shut up, yeah, stop." Like, <laughs> no, it's not even worth the paperwork. And him just being like, "All right, fine," I qu-, or could easily have just been like, "Fuck this job. You're not gonna trade me. I quit." And. <laughs> Uh, Alex in the comments says he's been commenting to this for years. It's an uncle, it's his uncle or his burner for sure. 
So is it his high school coach? I know those those bastards are fucking. Yeah, those guys, are, <laughs> those guys, those guys get minute, goofy. They no, get see, here's the thing. I I know Kevin doesn't have a burner. He he'll tell you. No. Yeah, He'll, he doesn't need the burner. That's true. The only burner I have is bathroom spider, which I made like about eight years ago, and it was because <laughs> I was pooping, and there was a bathroom spider that hung in there for a while, and I'm like, hey, what is he thinking today? And then and I use it twice. The so fucked up thing is, Kevin, that doesn't even make me flinch. Like, I that's not even a weird story coming from you. It's just like, nope. oh, that's just a that's <laughs> just a Kevin story. Um, Some great tweets. But yeah, I mean. If that's the case, like, and if you go around and keep reading his tweets, he talks about how Yerman's frustrated that Collins and Selby are getting shots in the show right now, well, and, like and Yerman's not. Well, didn't he? He had like nine pass balls in six games. Catch like as bad as Zach Collins. Is like Zach Collins. Mean, was, <laughs> but... Zach Collins was legit dropping like strikes on <laughs> Wednesday night, and but Yerman had nine pass balls in six games in Triple A. Uh, he was starting to hit again, which is great, but like the White Sox are getting Aloy and Robert back. There's not going to be any more room until they open up these two extra slots because you can't have a guy. And then, all, and then all Sox fans want to trade for DH. Oh my God. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. That just gave me a fucking migraine. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, dude. Like, I mean, my last thing on this again. Yeah. I hope it's, it is. I don't want to beat it to but, death, but but uh, I like. I hope it's nothing because like this was funny. I mean, it, it was like funny. It, it was, was funny. funny. <laughs> it, it, what it was too, it, it drew out such shit national takes. Yeah, oh god. Oh my god. I can now actually know which pieces of crap on social media that you could just block and mute, and which like you, t- t- tell me, tell me you don't pay attention to the White Sox without telling me. You don't it was pay unbelievable. So. I'll just give a real quick two cents on that. Since the incident, the 3-0 incident, both Yerman and Tony have come out to publicly say their relationship is fine on multiple occasions. They've been shown in the dugout when they didn't even know cameras were on them, goofing around, playing around. It, they're, the, every player on the White Sox team at one point or the other said that they're all fine in that locker room with Tony. And then just to come back right now and see this guy pull this shit where he retires and comes back the next day. And then to be that lazy where you're just like, Oh, it must be the manager's fault because they had this one incident two months ago. That's fucking lazy. That's super lazy reporting. Yeah. It's extremely lazy reporting. That's do five minutes of searching on Twitter. It's really not that hard anymore. And you would find that that, and you know what, on the flip side of things, if he's been carrying that around for two months and you're a professional ball player and that bit of criticism, that's fucked. Like, come on, dude. And now before people start lighting the torches and shit, I don't think Tony handled that situation correctly. I don't like how he condoned or did not condone Minnesota for throwing at his player. Both can be true. Mm-hmm. Both can be true. Mm-hmm. And the, the national takes have just been I mean, we're talking about a team that's 20 games over 500 on July 23rd. And all we're talking about is this guy still butthurt from something that happened two months ago. You know, and I, I don't want to say, I don't want to accuse or make any accusations or anything, but it does feel funny that the White Sox fans, especially, and the White Sox just as, as a franchise has been battling for like getting national coverage and national airtime because they've been so good and dominating the game. And when it's finally their chance to get some of the national attention, what is the national attention that they're getting? This bullshit. Like, I mean, I do have to say that with that, it seems this like it doesn't. This doesn't become an issue if Tony's just like, 
Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, <laughs> so or, like, yes. or if Yerman misses, doesn't miss a sign. Like, I mean, so Yerman missed a sign. He got disciplined for it. Like, who made it a bigger hold deal? On, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. Yerman missed a sign. He got disciplined for it. But like, then was, Minnesota threw at him. Yeah. My problem was, I'm as we're going through that exact timeline, I have no problem with the sequence of events that happened. My problem with Tony is him being like, yeah, I don't blame Minnesota for doing that. That's fucked. You have to have your guys backed. He fucked up there. In my opinion, this is all my opinion. He fucked up there. You can't sit there and be like, yeah, it's cool. They threw at my guy. That's not good. You can't do that. He fucked up there. And then for him to, if this is true and he's still holding that chip on his shoulder two months later to the point where he retires and then unretires in 24 (laughs) hours, that's a fucking joke too. You're a grown ass man, dude. If you're really holding on to it that long and you can't walk up to this other grown ass man and be like, listen, dude, this is still fucking with me. Why is, and you can't hash that out. Then I don't know, man. We've talked about, we've talked about before red flags, red flags, red flags on, you know, work ethic, mental. T- Why is somebody at that age still holding water at, at AAA? What is there? What is what is everybody saying that makes them not want to go? Because look how good he was. What was it that everybody was like? And and your turn. There was something there. Red flags. Was it toughness? Was it focus? Was it his ability to handle criticism? Was it ability to adapt? When, being coachable. And these are things now that we're seeing. He stopped. You know, he he stopped progressing. He started regressing. Right? Mm-hmm. Is he listening to his coaches? We don't know. Um, again, if, if it was TLR, if it was Tony LaRusso's fault and because he was mean to him, there's a whole other can of toughness when it comes to like mental focus and being able to have thick skin. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not again, I'm not minimizing mental illness and the stresses of the game. I'm talking about someone just simply getting, you're being held accountable. If you can't, if, if you break the rules of a rule and you get in trouble for it, can you handle it? And it's major league baseball. I mean, we're seeing, we're seeing guys that are, you know, that are handling stuff that's far more detrimental that they come out and they still play the game. I mean, so and again, at wow. the end of the day. Maybe it was true. Like maybe. At the end of the day, none of us, nobody that I know of that's watching or listening to the show, nobody that I know of that I talk to every day on Twitter or read tweets of is in that locker room daily. Nope. No one knows. This, at the end of the day, it's all fucking speculation. And so for these people to come and sit here and be, tell other people like, no, you're wrong. It's just, you don't know either, dude. You don't know, bro. You have no idea. You, no one knows. You, we can all have our opinions on things. I can disagree with your opinion, and that's fine. I don't feel the need to write it four tweets about it, but it is what it is, dude. And so, oh fuck, dude, kind of actually, it fucking pissed me off. The guy that usually takes his shots at Tony Larusa, who's been consistently kind of like an anti-Tony guy for for years, like since for for five to half decade more or more, Jeff Passan did not take a shot. That was telling to me. Because mm-hmm. he, didn't, he didn't take the shot. He could because they know. I mean, they're not, he's, he's not stupid. He's not stupid. These other guys are like, what is that one guy? God, he looked. He looked like a member of the Yo Yo Gaba or whatever that kid show is. All right, all right. Here we go. So let's mm-hmm. get into the twins, like trying to screw the Sox here. That's, trading, exactly, that's exactly what they just trading did. Nelson to the Ra- by yeah. the way, Sox raise next month. Uh, August twentieth through the twenty second, a weekend series, which and then potentially playoffs. Well, that's the more scary part because yeah. that sucks balls, dude. That's the twins just being like <laughs> the annoying little brother being like, Haha, we're not going to make the playoffs. It's like they got, they got like these great offers from like see these NL. I still haven't like, seen, no, no. I still haven't seen what the twins got in return, which I, is going to be It can't be that much. If the return is still not up on Twitter, it's this a, long Joe after. Ryan, Joe Ryan, Drew Stockman in exchange for Nelson Cruz and Calvin Fauscher. Joe Ryan. Yeah, can you look up where they rank? I don't. I honestly don't think either of those guys are top hundred prospects. 
Oh yeah, here we go. Mark Tompkin, who covers the Rays, Steelers. Yeah, like you said. So who the hell is Calvin Foucher, minor league pitcher, also going in the deal? Oh, he used to pitch. He, he threw out the first pitch for the Nationals last year. Um, <laughs> never mind, wrong Foucher. Yeah, Joe Ryan. Pick. Joe Ryan. What is this like? Creative player in MLB the Show? Joe? Yeah, they seriously. <laughs> they Stockman. Dude, it's Tampa. They went by the local Circle K and been like, "Are you on basalts?" No, you're traded for Nelson Cruz. Like it's <laughs> the two first name trade. It, uh, so Joe Ryan is a pitcher. Um, Pitchers in the minors. I don't think either of them are top hundred prospects. He is twenty five. No, I mean no. None of no. these guys are going to be. Uh, he is twenty five years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he um, was drafted in the seventh round in twenty eighteen. So you know, college arm out of. Dude, the Rays lineup looks nasty. Oh. A Rose, Randy Arozarena, Brandon Lowe, Wander Franco, Nelson Cruz, Yandy Diaz, Margot, Walls, so, Nino, Meadows. You so got Meadows to, ninth. by the way, interesting factoid. He's from the same town as Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Sunnyvale, California. He's 7-2, 3.39 ERA, and 13 starts, a career. Uh, I think he's got those a are the, Those are the stats you don't get on, on any other show, folks. That's why <laughs> you tune in so here. According to Fangraphs, hey, Joe Mary's Ryan. In, uh, NorCal. Joe Ryan is the Rays' 14th-ranked prospect. And Drew uh, Strotman is 13th. So they got 13th and 14th ranked uh, in the race system, in the race system, system. Like, yeah, in, in the, the race in the top hundred, they're nowhere near. No, no, no they're not. No. Yeah. So no. This, that actually yeah. brings up a great point too. People need to fucking learn about trade value, okay? Because oh. this is getting a little out of control <laughs> here. Wait, the, have uh, we done oh. a show since the Joey Gallo for whatever the White no. Sox returned? <laughs> the I I've said Oops. multiple times on the show and on Twitter. I love the trade deadline. I love it when people you know, come up with these, you know, trade scenarios, but it feels like this year, especially the idea of trade value has just gone like completely out the window. People think it's 2016. Theo Epstein broke broke everyone's brains. Yes. Trade Michael Michael Kopech for Joey Gallo. Are you fucking nuts? I I think I saw someone out there like the New York Mets will just trade you um, Bobby Bonilla's uh, contract (laughs) for Chris Bryant. Dude, what oh are people doing? Yeah, that's fine. He's the 10th. Probably. Where is he in the top 100? I don't care where people are at in individual systems. I care where they're at in the top 100. But, yeah, Codify solved Nelson Cruz. we <laughs> <laughs> got a Sox Math celebrity here in the chat. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Delicious, you might have seen him uh, impregnating all of you with his looks <laughs> on Sox Math on you Wednesday night. From- has entered the chat. But... Uh, yeah, let's talk about trade value. Can we? We can. A so, pitcher in his early 20s that hits three digits on his fastball that has six years of control is worth a little bit more than a home a three-outcome hitter with a year and a half left. I <laughs> have <laughs> three-outcome fatigue. Mother. I Dude, it's driving me crazy. And then Dan Clark, the ah, bottom of the barrel on Twitter. Deleted his account, didn't he? For some weird reason put the White Sox in as a possible candidate for Nelson Cruz. I tweet out, like, the White Sox have 291 DHs, which they probably do, <laughs> and they don't need Nelson Cruz. And all of a sudden, I just get ambushed, bro. Like, people in my DMs, have you ever watched baseball before, you fucking hack? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What is going on here? Oh, so people think of foot- baseball trades in, in the unfortunate context as they think of basketball trades and football trades. 
they're they're so so diametrically different when you're looking at a, at a major league baseball trade or just a trade with a pro baseball, I guess, not major league baseball, but you know, like with the trade deadline, relief pitchers, starting pitchers that are going to go to contenders, those generally net fringe guys that are almost ready. Um, if you're trading a position player at the deadline, you're going to get probably mid to mid to low tiers, maybe maybe lucky enough to get a high tier, but you're going to get a teenager. You're going to get the Darvish. You're going to get that Darvish. Uh, return because the Darvish return is more similar to like what you're going to get from a position player with no contract after the end of a rental. So Unreal, like, and to understand the value of the trade, though, people like, oh, oh I'm going to trade like it's fantasy baseball. You know, my commissioner always approved this trade. Yeah, because you, you <clears throat> your league, dude. Like it's not the same it's, thing. It's not the same. And people need to realize like what a rental really is. Like what, you know what I mean? Like some of these people just, uh, it's just, and these, some of these people get paid to talk about this shit. <laughs> And they're talking about Dylan Cease for Jack Peterson. Oh, my God. Like, what what uh, are we doing? Oh, yeah, by the way, okay, yeah. So at, we did finish uh, last week's, the second part, uh, talking about the Sox. And then we got sent the audio. And we listened to it, the full thing, after we stopped recording. Like, what are we and doing? And we fucking now? lost our minds. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing, though? What are we doing, people? You know, like- I mean, there are even people. So there's, like, a couple uh, – uh, you know, Cubs writers on Twitter who I follow who like, like their main focus, like they just cover like all Cubs minor leagues. And like a week ago, I forget who it was. He was like, you know, during this time of the season, you're obviously going to do like, you're going to hear a lot of like trade proposals and stuff. But like, he's like, all trade proposals are bad. The ones I write are bad. The ones you're thinking about are bad. I've never, agree- the most I've, accurate tweet I've never agreed with a tweet more in my life. <laughs> yeah. My trade rep- proposals suck. I'm a, I am yeah. a habitual <laughs> Underseller. I I try to wash everyone I trade with from the White Sox perspective. Oh, Chris Thompson. Yeah, I'll give you. Uh, or Chris Bryant. Yeah, I'll give you <laughs> some single A high player that I saw a highlight of once. Like, yeah, okay. let's go with that. <laughs> yeah, and then I'll try to sell you on it. Like it's, it, and that's who I am. And my trade proposals suck. Mm-hmm. And you listening to this right now, who, the person who I'm in your ear right now. Your trade proposals suck. Okay. <laughs> guys, they all guys, suck. Zoe tried to trade me Nico Horner in our fantasy baseball league yesterday. I, yeah, own I don't even have Nico him. Horner. He's not even on my team. And I try to he's still talk it to him. I've been, to in sales, I've been in sales for 15 years, guys. Like, this is what I do. ABC. Yes. A-B- and there's some great names coming up in the chat right now, which, again, you should be watching us live on Thursday nights. Ian Kennedy's a great – go target it. Give me Ian Kennedy and Joey Gallo. Not for Michael Kopech, you crazy bastards. No, but you can go get it. <laughs> but holy fuck, man. This week has been a patience tester. Oh, let's talk more about Nelson Cruz, why he shouldn't be on the White Sox. Why the White Sox shouldn't be going after a DH. You have a gaping hole at second base. You need another reliever or two. Shit, give me a right fielder. Right fielder, I'm not so much. We don't need as bad. Anymore. Andrew Vaughn. Well, apparently Andrew Vaughn could play anywhere because that was yeah. some of the replies I got. Oh, just slide him over here and put Berger at second. And why don't we try Moncada on the mound? It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, it's just uh... like these baseball players are crazy athletic, but not everyone is Chris Bryant. Not everyone can play every position and just do it, whatever. I know. And yeah, for those of you just joining us right now, Nelson Cruz is going to Tampa. This is kind of a moot point, but still, like, I just, I'm using this as an, ex- as an example. Like when I said Nelson Cruz should not go to the White Sox, the White Sox don't need to go get a D8. They don't need another guy who can hit and can't play a position. We got one. He just unretired. We got a bunch (laughs) of other guys that can do that too. And ideally, when Aloy comes back, he should DH. 
And I say that and people are like, oh, no, he's too young. He needs to play left field. I understand that argument. I get it. But my point of view, he's a liability, not just to the team, not even just being selfish and saying he's a liability to the team. He's a liability to himself, dude. This dude's running into nets at full speed, diving into nets. He hurt himself for the first half of the season, jumping at the wall for a ball that was 15 rows up. Like, he's a liability, man. He needs the DH because I want him on the White Sox for a long time. And that the way that you do that is you DH Eloy. Andrew Vaughn's been a, a way above serviceable left fielder. I don't know. Uh, dude, Did you, you, guys, see you guys got Alex, me all fired up. I was all sleepy Alex, at the end of the show. I love it. Fuck, man. Everyone tuned in thinking that I was going to be like throwing shit, maybe like like flipping my bookcase behind me down and maybe breaking a guitar on the ground like a Kurt Cobain. All right, here we go. Here we go. Like, we got, by the way, for everyone everyone listening on the podcast, join us every Thursday live stream on Twitter. Um, here we go, Kevin. What could the Sox do to get Chris Bryant? Okay, that's all right. Let's let's talk about let's, let's talk about realistic things like that can happen. Realistic things. <laughs> now, <laughs> call the Cubs about Chris Bryant would be start number one because they haven't. So they're not one of the eleven teams that have called. That's a start. But um, honestly, you heard that here first. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, honestly, and I, this is the stuff that this is what I've been at least whatever. Take whatever the people that I talk to for whatever is that it's going to take at least to start the conversation, it's going to take a top five, a top 10 and a top 15 from your, from your system. Now that's the ticket in the door. And I actually, Alex and I were talking about this today earlier. Yeah. Alex is right too. Jed and Rick hate each other. Um, but to get even in, you know, to get to the, t- to even have a buy-in, you've got to pay a fee. You've got to, you've got to at least commit to giving up those three immediately. Now in every um, organization. Hold on, Alex, hold on, hold on. So say that one more. Give me those numbers again. I'm going to look at the White Sox top 30 here on MLB.com. Top, top five, top 10. Top, 10. top five, a top 10. And a top okay. So, so basically with this disclaimer, everybody, obviously look a top five, top 10, top 15 from the Padres is very, you know, dynamic, massively different than like the White Sox. And that Alex actually threw that together. I think we have it somewhere in our chat. It's not good. It would, no, not, so it would not be a Chris Bryant trade. Here, um, here is the White Sox. So you said a top five. It would start conversations. Yeah, so a top five. So now pick one out of these five, Sox fans. Jared Kelly, Cespedes, Magic no, Thompson. No. Cespedes? <laughs> Jared Kelly, Cespedes, Thompson, Stever, Dahlquist. That's right I'll, now I'll the top Jared five. Jared Kelly. No. Your number one prospect. <laughs> here, Here's a nice Jonathan Stever for you. Nope. And, and what's, the, what's the next one? Top ten. Top ten. 10. So I, after those Kevin five, Sheets. after those five, you got Adolfo, Vera, Rutherford, Sheets, and Gonzalez. Here's Blake Rutherford. So now you got Steve and Rutherford. And then what's the last one? Top fifteen. Top fifteen. Burger, now, Ramos, Bailey, Rodriguez, Lambert, and we're gonna sprinkle oh, in. Hold on now. See, you're only going in those that five. It's the top fifteen, meaning it could be your third best and your fifth best and your sixth. Right. Best. So, but I'm just yeah, I'm giving you. It was easier to break it down into those five. All right, here we go. So I'll 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 do I'll play I'll play Jed Hoyer. You play Rick Hunt, So I'm calling. Hold on, I, gotta get my, I gotta get my '90s hip hop on. Wait, wait. Uh, but if, <laughs> hey, both of you are gonna have to apologize to each other and make amends because apparently you hate each other. So this, do they? Apparently, that story. No, right. people just think Cub Sox and they instantly think we hate each uh, other. But, well, I mean, Jed Hoyer hated the Eloy trade. So I Alex mean, has a story. I think, I think Alex said that, that Alex he said, I just don't, he said, Rick and Jed. What's the story, Alex? Share the story. I'm interested. Type it into the chat. A full long novel. No, just kidding. All right. Uh, here we go. Here we go, uh, Rick. I want mm-hmm. Jared Kelly uh, to start. 
Want Gavin Sheets, because apparently he's Barry Bonds now. <laughs> and uh, give me Brian Ramos. Uh, mm, yeah, I uh, hold on, honey. Turn down that biggie. Um, I'm gonna go on a counter with um, yeah, I'm verified uh, now. You have to listen to me. Yeah, um, yeah, um, I was a lawyer. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and counter with a let's go with a Thompson Adolfo Gonzalez. All right, so we'll take can Brian Ramos. Can I be Jerry in this? No, why? Just no. be old and shut up. <laughs> you know, I think that's one of the that's one of the main reasons why uh, yeah. Alex, Alex pointed out, and like, yeah, I said it. Like, Jed like hated the Eloy trade, it's, and there's just like that's why. Well, like, and it was there's so- not a cup sock trade uh, like that caliber is not going to happen. And you got to imagine it was crazy embarrassing that the, and especially because it gets replayed a million times. Thanks, Cubs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying when Eli hit that home run, and, and you especially night. and you especially <laughs> know it's serious because like he he basically threw like without doing it because I think it came out like it wasn't like Jed Hoyer says like it was just like uh, you know a source thing or whatever but like who the fuck told whoever wrote it Jed Hoyer basically threw the under the bus be like yeah that Eli trade I fucking hated it I was yeah. against it I have no clue what the hell he was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> So the other thing too, us began the fracture. I just want to throw this one in because my guy, our guy, Alex, made this point on Twitter. Because he had my back on this. He's he, had, he had my back on this, and I appreciate that. But the White Sox farm system is fucking dog water after like seven guys. They don't exactly have like a Padre style farm system where they got all these prospects they can wheel and deal with. It's very limited. And why the fuck, when you have limited assets, would you waste some of those assets going after a bat that can't play the field? Mm-hmm. Like, use your fucking brains, people. Like, what the <laughs> hell's a man? Like, I just want to shake everybody. This episode is rated TVMA. I told everyone before. I warned people before <laughs> warned, the show. You didn't get a warning. I warned people before the show. You know I'm mad when I keep playing with my hoodie zipper. Like, that's like my towel. <laughs> that's a tick. Um, He's cussing underneath. It's like putting a glove over your face. I am. Welcome, Florida. Um, dude, I got I got a te- like literally like, and I don't even know who the hell these people were. Like, it wasn't like people that I normally interact with. And I like to think that the people that I normally interact with, like, we could have had like a civilized conversation. And I had a couple with people on there, but like these random people just out of from the clouds. Hey, you fucking moron! Nelson Cruz is the one of the best hitters of all time. So thanks, I, thanks, dude. Like, that brings a lot to the fucking table, man. I have to give you a warning. Look. One member of this show has a blue check mark now. And ever since that member of this show got that blue check mark, almost every single post that I've posted as well and you posted, all of a sudden these random ass dudes just wrap it in there. I, I mean, no, that's you guys. I have, I have more 200 like tweets since Aldo got blue check mark than you I guys have. have like a thousand more followers than I do. <laughs> No. Well, I mean, you're just probably more credible too, I guess. You just, more, <laughs> and he doesn't fire off 60 yeah. tweets at four in the morning. Full <laughs> <laughs> bottle of bourbon down. <laughs> Look, I was watching HBO Max and it was like, I mean, that, that's why Kevin has yeah. more well, he, he wasn't He's watching Breakfast in Bed Volume 7. <laughs> <laughs> well, the worst is I got to wake up. I'm two hours behind. So, like, when I wake up, you guys have already been up for like three hours. I'm like, yeah. oh, well, bro, I'll wake up with uh-huh. the baby some mornings and I'll just see <laughs> all these fit tweets. And I'm like, I did not sneak well, that in. I've thought about. I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna screenshot. No, we'll just let these go. <laughs> Give you my account. Yeah, we'll, we'll just we'll just let these go. Let's talk about 
where you like you can purge my social media for me like butters did for cartman let's uh let's steer this bad boy back on let's talk about realistic because this time next week when we do the show i hope not rick pulled the trigger on some shit trade deadlines next That's friday right. it's next friday holy yeah, it's a week away, today. number one on my list with a bullet like it's like number one 100 yards of shit the rest of the list Go get me fucking Trevor Story for the second half of the season. Mm, I think I have to. Dis- I think I have to disagree. Who Who's your number one for the I White Sox? For For the White Sox, go get another top reliever. Because I can see a situation. Give me, give me a name, because I'm I'm curious. Just I mean I know I just said like ten minutes ago that it would never happen, but it's kind of different because it's like a one year rental or like mm-hmm. a year and a half. But like, do everything you can to get Craig Kimbrell. I just I I, I honestly I especially know. after that. Um, conversation we just had. I don't. like it's not gonna happen, but like, yeah. not, like, uh, see, that's the thing. I'm trying Imagine to think of those guys who would be back available. But yeah, no. If you had that, you could. If you could have that, then then Larusa could really be like Liam Hendricks. All right, baby, you're like going in the seventh inning of like a bases loaded jam right. or something. Like, you don't have to save him. You don't have to do anything because you still have your Craig Kimber in the ninth. So hear me out on this because it happened in hockey, and I don't know if it's ever happened in baseball. But I can't remember the guy's name. It wasn't long ago, like within the last five years. There's these two GMs in hockey that fucking can't stand each other. And GM A wanted to really wanted to trade this player. And GM B was like, we'll totally take him. And he's like, no, fuck you. Like, I just don't like you. Like, it's not happening. So they got GM C, not the car, (laughs) to come in and he traded with A. And then he turned around and traded that dude to GM B. Like, he just acted like a middleman. And GM A was this went on like a crazy tyrant about like you guys blindsided me blah 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 blah. but like that'd be smooth if like the white Sox got like houston no yeah, three team trade socks yeah no it would have to be like a no bad no, no no it can't be just like a standard three team trade it would have to be like the cubs to like a toronto and then like two days later toronto <laughs> traded him to the white Sox. <laughs> you know what i mean like it would have to be something like that like oh it'd be hilarious if the cubs were like why the f- Fuck to the diamond guys like Craig Kimball. And then all of a sudden it was like, yeah. Three degrees of like the other top relievers available. That's that's and I wasn't happy. I think it's just because I'm Cubs have two of the best to pair It's it's just because I'm fired up, but I didn't mean to come across as like a being a dick when I said give me a name. Like I honestly don't know. That's the thing. I was because like obviously Kimball, like like you know, he's yeah. He could be dealt, but I was like, yeah, I'm trying please, to like, in, the, in the comment Alex, section. Who's yeah. In the comment section, please give us other than Kimbrel, who's like a top yeah, reliever. Not Kimbrel. Non-Kimbrel relievers. Tapera, Chafin. Uh, yeah, I mean all the cub all yeah, basically okay. Okay. Non- out from the seventh through the ninth. That's non-cubs, non-cubs relievers. Yesterday was the first time Chafin's given up a run in like how many like appearances? Yeah. No, see, so but like the only reason I'm saying that, like it, again, I don't know the names right now. I haven't been like Rodriguez from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. That's a good name. There you Rodriguez go. Chasing Shreve. Shreve. There you go. How about see that guy? Let's see, go. See a top. He's got an overbearing high school dickhead coach. So <laughs> the reason I say that, that you would want hard. a reliever over like another second baseman or just like another bat, like uh, you know, who plays the field, is because. When you do get Eloy and Robert back, Kennedy, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like you know, if you move like Vaughn over to right or whatever it is, if you look at the lineup, like if if second base is like your ninth worst like hitter, like that's fine. Like mm-hmm. I don't like it won't matter that much. But like once you get into the bullpen, 
like you want like as you want you want that to be as like shut this down is, as possible this is a real thing apparently rodriguez was a huge spider tech Ooh. guy um so i agree with you although and it just it literally I just don't know the names <laughs> it literally just bothers me though when i see larry garcia constantly starting at second base yeah, I th- but that's the thing. Like, it's fine. You guys are like ten games up. Who cares? <laughs> I do. well, that's fine for right now. But I'm talking about play. I'm already building a playoff right. roster, dude. No, no, but like, right. okay, but, but think about the playoffs though. Mm-hmm. Like, if Louis Garcia is batting ninth, who cares? Um, like, you, it's frustrating right now, yeah, because he's like batting like sixth or seven. He comes up with the bases loaded, and it's like a a chopper back to the pitcher. But like in in October, that's gonna be Luis Robert batting six with the bases loaded. That's a good point. All right, mm-hmm. that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. What Look about uh, Rizal? Long game logic is that. Rizal Iglesias from the Angels. That's a good one. He's really good. Really good. I I remember remember I'm just trying to look at teams that are shitty. That my Daniel Bard in Colorado. Colorado. Um, Yimmy Garcia on the Marlins. Could you imagine getting Bard, though? I would love to be in the bleachers. When uh, I'm trying to think of teams that would like trade with us that are shitty. Cesar Valdez in Baltimore. Anyone from the uh, – let's see. I bet you they can get Amir Garrett for cheap as fuck. Yeah. And then, you know, and then, clubhouse. and then fix him up and let's go. <laughs> he, would, he, would, he, would, he would thrive in that clubhouse. I, I don't, still don't. You hate him if he's not on your team, but I'm telling you right now, Amir Garrett is loved by everybody around here. I know. We, we we did a whole show on this. I yeah. told. I yeah, and I've looked at him. That I know he can't find. He can't throw a strike to save his life. He'll whoop your ass. But I know, and I like that about him too. Are the Nationals in it? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But it's weird because the NL East, the NL East, like the Mets, I think are in first place, but they're like what, like five games over? Yeah. Like in it. Here about this: the Cubs, are, the Cardinals are are buying, and the Cubs are selling. They're within one game or two games of each other. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the Bra- the Braves were like a half a game behind when they did when they did the jock. All right, so <laughs> what is in it? reliever? Reliever is obviously something the White Sox need. I still think the bullpen is better than people think. I feel like it gets a little blown up, you know, a little bit. Like if you look at like overall team, I think the White Sox still have a top five bullpen in the league. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, like they have a top five bullpen in the league. Yeah, I think it's amplified because, like you know, a lot of things for the right. Sox, even with the injuries, have like it's it's played out like all right. But like you know, the you thought you were getting like a shutdown, no one's ever going to score, and then you, when you have the occasional, you know, like well, right. yesterday when Crochet gave up a couple runs, it's like, well, I mean, it's going to happen sometimes. Well, so that and what's I going to say? Um, you, you sounded like Watto. Guano. Guano, um, the guy. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks is king. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't watch Star Wars, nerd. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm about to, through the interweb. Yep, now I'm about to get. I might as well piss more groups off on Twitter. Treasy? Um, get him. No, Treasy, me and him are cool. You just insulted Star Wars. You're no longer cool. I was just I mean, you're cool, I was though. more but... insulting you. But <laughs> I think the reason, too, that the, um, the bullpen's struggles, if you will, are being amplified is because of how good the starting pitching is. Yeah. Um, the mm-hmm. I like Star Wars. Everybody, don't fucking go. Oh, cry. Oh, you're you're go. You're so go. Show, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna, I know. I'm gonna get Star Wars canceled. I don't Yikes. know. What that means. Frazier for Madrigal. Oh my dude, why are people? Is this just like fuck with Zoeek? <laughs> like I understand. I know when Alex does it, he's just doing it as a joke. But like, but also think about it. 
No. <laughs> um, Jesus, the guy was hitting over 300 when he got hurt, and people still say he sucks. Uh, but apparently everyone likes to throw Frazier is having a career year in my face, which is not even a thing. Like, it's not like he's Brady Anderson going <laughs> right. seven home runs, eight home runs, 11 home runs, 56 home runs. It's oh, not like I that. like this one better. Todd Frazier for Magical. Now I'm in. Now I'm, I'm 100% <laughs> in. Um, Get him back. Oh, that would have been fun if Eaton was still on the team. Get him back in the same clubhouse. I would just actually just have him do – everybody loves celebrity boxing now. Yeah. Magical oh, will always be breakable. So by that logic, if Magical will always be breakable, are you trading Luis Robert? Are you trading Aloy Jimenez? Because he's been heard about as much as they have. Uh, first off, let's let's be real. Nick Magical's only real injury was the hamstring. Yes. Sliding the third and getting your thumb stuck in the ground is not a brittle thing. It's called anybody that does that's going to break their damn thumb. And, every, and literally – that dives for a ball in the outfield and like gets their hand jammed. That's not like the same as like I was running to first and I pulled a hamstring trying to to run hard. That's those are two very Thank you know, you, maybe a dude should like pull back and not like go crazy. But look at Ken Griffey Jr. Man, was he injury prone? Thank you, Jack. Thank you. I needed to laugh because I was about to lose uh, my shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, Jake Arietta, set up man. Cats rhymes with vax. Wait a second. Are you messing with me, dude? Michael, are you seriously? It's okay if you are, because this is an A plus troll job. Madrigal is undersized and likely juiced. I mean, He's not tall. I, I saw those gifts. I'm pretty sure those were real of him splitting the wood. Yeah, I yeah. did not. I, I, I did not make those. <laughs> that's that was re- that was real life footage of him training, training in the off season. Yep, I'm a little concerned really now. Now that you pointed that out, all right, the- back to trade targets because uh. I'm not. It, there's no reason to defend Madrigal on July 23rd when there are 20 games over 500 and he's injured for the rest of the year. But you know, you know what? One thing that lasted longer than uh, Yerman Mercedes' retirement, our discussion that, with Nick Madrigal. Let's move on. Let's, there you go. Madrigal juiced. Um, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, uh, I love Star Wars. Anyways. Um, <laughs> yes. We're a, a yes. number one Star Wars. Yeah, we are no, probably number two. Treasy and uh, okay. Josh. Got us to be team. honest, these guys yeah. like Star Trek. We are the number one mm-hmm. Cubs, White Sox, and Star Wars podcast. There you go. Yes. Um, so I'm going to trade. I want Trevor Story first. I just, okay, I okay. love the idea of Trevor Story in this lineup. <laughs> I love the idea of Trevor Story playing second. He's going to play second. You're not moving Tim Anderson, who's arguably the best shortstop in the league right now. He's on fire. Even though I do have to admit, Carlos Correa, I guess I never watched that many Astro games. Dude, he is a good fucking shortstop. Carlos Correa. So, Carl, I was thinking because, like, defensively. You know, we, but we've been talking about, you know, what the Cubs are going to do after the offseason, like where they're going to do a shortstop, and like there's a big free agent class for shortstop. Mm-hmm. And I was, I think I just thought about like his last season in 2020 when like he, I think he, he struggled. And for whatever reason in my head, I just thought that he, he like has been declining for like two to three years. He has not. No. <laughs> he has not. He's just, he's pretty much stayed consistent. Yes. I, and Dude, I like, we're talking he about the money. So smooth in the field. Yeah, and like yeah, defensively too. It's like hey, if if they're gonna if they're not gonna if you know I I want them to keep KB, but if they're not gonna do that, and if they're not gonna keep any of these fucking guys, just give that guy the money then. Apparently, yeah, apparently Texas is just gonna give him a blank check. The Rangers, the word around the league, <laughs> the word. Apple. I've been hearing that about the Rangers for years. Every right. time they're in on a big name, oh, they're gonna get Anthony Rendon. Oh, we we couldn't off we couldn't match the Angels. Okay, fair enough. But hold uh, on, what, what was it, what was where, the where did that trade go? 
Oh, here you go. Sheets, Burger, Kelly, and Thompson for that's way too. That's too much. That's too. That much. is a lot. Dude, Sheets and Burger are pretty much at this point. Sheets and Burger are pretty much proven. I wouldn't say proven. That's a bad. That's too strong of a word. They've showed that they are going to be MLB level players, especially Sheets. Burger's still coming along. How many years does Rodriguez have left? I mean, I think that's not. That that just seems like too much. I don't want to get rid of both of them. Like, I told you guys, I underpay. My, <laughs> I underpay. I don't. I I think one of the two are going to go, and I don't like it. But personally, I think Burger's going to be the one. I can see Burger being. Yeah, because Sheets can still play the outfield. And she, I wouldn't. Sheets can DH for me any day right now. Ooh, see, Rodriguez still has two more years of arbitration. Okay, I, I didn't know he had that much control. But uh, wait, is he the guy that's spider tech? Yeah, that's the thing, though. Yeah. Apparently, if he's struggling with that, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and I agree with uh, Cup of Joe in the comments. If you do get rid of both Sheets and Berger, it would hopefully be in two separate transactions for players that are immediately helped in the playoff roster. Because that's the other thing, guys. I mean, those two guys would help in your playoff roster immediately. Yes, you, got it. you have to admit. So two things to keep in mind. Injuries are rampant on the south side. So a guy like Jake Berger is still holds a, a lot more value than, you know, being able to DH Mankata these last couple games and stuff like that's huge, man. That's really, really big. And I think I saw Beef Loaf mention this the other day. Okay, so think about the playoff roster. Does mm-hmm. Jake Berger go on the playoff roster? See, who's not who's hurt? Oh, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, that's, there's, true, that's, true. That's, that's a tough one to do right now because of the just unknown right now with regards to this team. And again, oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Willie. Oh, Willie. <laughs> Willie boy. Um, but I don't know. I could definitely see. I just, I really, I've, I know I was on the Fraser train uh, pretty hard at the beginning. Still wouldn't mind it. But, uh, front of the show, Herb Lawrence said something on his lockdown podcast that um, it, it stuck with me and it's kind of made me change my philosophy a little. The White Sox need to be worried about winning the 2021 World Series. Yeah. Not the 2023, not the 2024. This is with the horses they have in that starting rotation, the Jose Abreu's, the this team isn't going to be together the way baseball works now for all that long. And I mean, if you need an example and I hate to say this, but look at what happened to the cups. Like it's just, it's a different, it's a different world and they need to worry about winning the 2021 world series. And if that means trading Jake Berger to get a half a year of Trevor story. Oh, that's not even, I don't, that's not even, that should even be a thought. I I know it isn't, but I'm just saying like, this is like, you need to go like go after it this year. Go for it. it yeah. You have a very, very, very legit chance of winning it all this year. And then Joe. yes, Jumper says 2022 isn't even guaranteed. Right, we still <laughs> have the whole CBA. <laughs> we still the have the CBA whole CBA. Yeah, we we yeah. have no idea what's going to happen after this year. Go, you need to go for it this year. Yeah, you need to push push the chips in, dude. Yeah. Go for it. You're only guaranteed this one. Yes, go Which for it. The here and now. Because um, I don't think Carlos Rodon is going to be back next year. Unless he gives a significant hometown discount, he's not coming back next year. <laughs> Alex, 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 the ultimate troll here. This would be like the best case scenario for him. Uh, yeah. 
And that's Sox win without Madrigal? Would you take that, Zach? Like, Sox are better without Oh, Madrigal. fuck yeah. Oh, I, wouldn't, I mean, <laughs> Alex can tell you his little fingers turn blue and fall off, but I know what he's yeah. doing. It's fine. It, I'm numb to it by now. <laughs> Welcome guys, to my days. Yeah, I'm numb to Let it now. Own. But you need to go for it, man. And I think, I think you, really, you should do everything you can to win the Field of Dreams game. If you lose that game, pretty much all is lost. David, you've been you've been in the comments all night, and I appreciate you watching. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen you before tonight. This is a great point. Mm -hmm. David said in the comments, might Hyde be Han Hyde? Might <laughs> Han be Tatis trigger shy? Yeah, it could be. Especially no, when it comes to, I don't know, man. I can see him. The Sox for like, this is different. The Sox are the best team in fucking baseball right now. He sh if he is, like somebody slap and be like, hey, Kenny Williams, be like, hey. <laughs> right. Focus. We're, we, have to, we, we have a really good team. Go for it. Yeah. And yeah just like okay like maybe but like if that's the and case, then like i saw you, you know be. the one radio show say would you trade andrew vaughn if it meant you're guaranteed the 2021 world series well since you put that last sentence in there you know what i mean if you're guaranteed but, but what does andrew vaughn get you right now no no but like it's not about it's not about the player i think it's just like the oh, I love this player. He's young. We get to have him for six more years or guaranteed World Series. It's okay. that I don't oh. think I I didn't hear it, but like that's how I took it. it okay, like it could have been enough. like it could have been somebody else. Like if Magical was still healthy, maybe they would have used Magical because you know he's still like technically his rookie year. <laughs> uh, so can I use a good example about this window and things being guaranteed? Blah blah blah. Or if you like the poetry of baseball, at this point on July twentieth, two thousand sixteen. The Chicago Cubs, or what, 20, 20, sorry, 20 seconds, excuse me. The Chicago Cubs were up six and a half games with a 58 and 37 record, which was, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm according to this, was the best record in baseball. Mm -hmm. You got to go for it. You're in the window. It's, you're at this point, this far along, you go. So, sorry, I just, I, I, I was curious where the Cubs were at. That's kind of my litmus for like, I think Chicago sports when people start believing. Exactly, exactly, Maddie. <laughs> Absolutely. Maddie Mitch commented on our live show Thursday nights. Make sure you tune in. I would trade Vaughn for Eric Sogard if it meant we were guaranteed to win the World Series. Exactly. I mean, I how many people here it. would probably be missing a pinky if trading certain things would guarantee a World Series? God forbid that. I think I forget what, what the end results were for the poll for the poll. I think it was the was it like the Spiegel and Parkin show who tweeted out? Yeah. I think it was like 30% said no. <laughs> well, people don't read full tweets. Uh, I mean, we had the same again. People believe there were 25% of 300 votes that thought that Javi Baez is better than Ozzy Smith. So. I voted yes, but just a troll. Yeah, I know. so there was also <laughs> smart asses in that bunch. So we've got to take a, it's a plus or minus five for smart ass. Like, I voted yes, yes too. Yeah, see, I think, a lot, I think there were just a lot of yeses. They were just like, ah, this is funny. I, I know Alex voted yes. Well, yeah, I mean, if you have, yeah. So there's three. Yeah, there we go. So, yep. 24.9% of people. Um, the other 0.1% are smart ass douches that I yeah. love very much. And I mean, I don't know. And then on the other side of town, it's a complete opposite story. It's not who they're going to get, it's who's going to go. And I don't understand. Anthony Rizzo has done so much for the Cubs, oh. so much for the city of Chicago. I ask, who is turning on Anthony Rizzo? Oh, Dude, I, I saw it too. I saw it oh. too. I saw well, it like, too. Okay, like, okay, let, see, time you out. Don't, like, don't follow as many people, Aldo, so I don't. you don't see it. And There's a reason, because I, I, I don't like really care about all that, because 
like is, was it like he, yeah. he made like a stupid like thing he had a terrible game let me read one let me just give you one example of like, all right let's see jumped all over here's one the first one is uh it's i mean unreal anthony rizzo knows better they're taking two for one unreal brutal again you got to score on that that's basic fundamentals that's first contact to the middle where's all the baseball iq gone that's easy that's that's soft okay and then you go to rizzo and it's uh well first off uh, let's focus through the vaccine because mm-hmm. half of the shit that I hear, like I'm reading, is vaccine. Well, I mean, to be fair, we did shit all over Eric Sogard, so. Yep, yep mm-hmm. I guess, I mean, in that sense, yep. Um, let's see here. <laughs> like, is it, because, like, okay. Like, Ross, Rizzo's base running, this is actually pretty funny. But Rizzo's base running was so bad last night that David Ross will have to bench Javi Baez tonight during the game. <laughs> that's, all right. <laughs> that's a good, that's see, a good. Thing, I don't, like, I'm not a huge fan of desipio.com, but that's freaking awesome. Um like, it was true. Dom, like you, can make fun, you can make fun of Rizzo. You can call him out for like being like, but it's personal. Bad. No, it, it, basically, what it got to, although, was the same thing that okay. was, was being tweeted about Chris now is just, you know, Rizzo, it's time to go. Cubs need to sell high. He doesn't bring anything more to the table. You know, I still don't understand these people's obsession with keeping Javi Baez over those two, but. He doesn't I mean, hustle because he's not waving his hands around and making sure um, he's emotionally upset. If you look at the numbers. I was going to say, Rizzo is not, <laughs> not, good. Rizzo not, is not good. having a good year. They're not I good. Mean, they haven't been good. No. It's, it's just that, I mean, obviously, a qualifying offer for him at this point probably would take, which would be really beneficial for the Cubs in 2022. That's mm-hmm. the, the best way to look at it is if you extend a qualifying offer and he feels he's better than the qualifying offer, at this point, the way he's played with his body, cool. You know what? Don't take it. Good for you, Anthony Rizzo. Best of luck. You're not greedy. It just wasn't working for you. Well, you do. He took a pay cut to stay with the Cubs in the first place. Mm-hmm. He, he got paid way below market. It was insinuated that on his last contract, it was going to get made up to him on his last extension, blah, blah, blah. It's not going to. These people don't tell the truth. These people well, here's the other thing. Okay. With the, I'm, I'm with you on like the whole money thing. And again, we talked about it last week. I, I was all on the extend Rizzo. The, the offer was disrespectful. Right now, he he's not getting anywhere close to what the Cubs offered him. No, the Cubs offered him like a hobby too. Hobby, and Javi, the, Javi turned down too. The hobby, that was fucking hilarious for Javi. Uh, the Cubs. Were well, did they really turn it down again? I don't trust turned down. Thing, I, don't, yeah. I can't trust turned down rumors. I I've been on the other side of it. I don't like it. That's and fair. like the th- and the thing with the uh, I think it was Heyman. Like the big news for like this week was the bias. Like oh, like it's going to take two hundred millions uh, for bias if the Cubs want to keep them. And it's like. John Heyman also said that Corey Seager is going to be getting like three hundred million dollars. Like what? <laughs> so like I just can't take I just can't take Heyman seriously. Oh okay, no. So, oh, hey, time I'm out, not time take, out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not going to take John Heyman seriously. After the other night, he said that a strike in baseball should be if the hitter starts their hands at any point. Well, that has nothing to do with trades. Oh, I know, but I'm just done. His that was. Weird. Jesus Christ, these autoplay ads. Uh, <laughs> 242, 11 home runs, 35 RBIs. What was that moaning sound? Is, uh, <laughs> it's uh, me reading Anthony Rizzo's stats. Um, or is it, was it a Cub fan seeing a Javier Baez tag? So, uh, that's just, yeah. And all right. So, two things. One, after our show, uh, at 7 o'clock, Sox on 35th Street will be live. 7.30, Sox Machines live. And then around 8.30-ish, the boys at the 108 bring everybody home and tuck you in at night and give you a small little kiss on the forehead and tell you you're special and different from everybody else. Um, it, it, we talked about this, although you weren't on that show. A couple of weeks ago? Oh, that's yeah. right. The clip, uh... So it's trade deadline time, folks. <clears throat> these agents, these front offices – 
little secret. Come on, real close. <laughs> they get these tweets put out on purpose. <gasps> what? Heyman, puppet. <laughs> Bob, puppet. Only major only to, only today. Yeah. So you have to remember, and puppet's a strong word. You have to remember that these guys' whole livelihood depends on access, depends on being the first to tweet stuff out. How do you get that stuff? By being friendly with front offices, being friendly with mm-hmm. agents. And how do you become friendly with front offices and agents? When they tell you, yo, throw out that the White Sox are interested in Nelson Cruz. I'm or trying complain, to complain that the Cubs aren't giving anybody an ask when they yeah. call, like so, Buster did today. What I'm saying is be wary, dude. Just use your heads, folks, because you saw – dude. I was. do the people that wanted Nelson Cruz, you want Anthony Rizzo? Or is it weird because Rizzo could actually play the field? Is that a is that a deal breaker? Um, yeah, that's a yeah, that's yeah a that, was, that, was a, that was a shot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gave me a little chills. But yeah, just keep that in mind, guys. And like, obviously, there's going to be the fake accounts, which I've never understood. That just don't retweet those, Lenny. Um, I feel like Beef likes to do that too. Yeah, <laughs> like as a troll, like he he does ever. <laughs> right, and like. Don't read too much in when you see these national guys tweet out like uh, Boris and Reinsdorf don't like each other. Like, just don't, don't, don't dig too far into that. Like, use your heads. Again, if you're watching this show, you're obviously a big fan of baseball. It's either that or you think Fitz is good looking. So, and I know it's not that. So, you're obviously a fan of baseball. Like. Just use your heads when it comes to this stuff. Like it, it, it gets really bad. This, especially this next seven days, uh, it's it's gonna be dance. Like I'm gonna feed you this. I need you to put this out there. I'm trying to get an offer from this team. I'm trying to raise the price on this. I'm trying to do this. I want everybody looking this way while I'm doing this. Like there's a lot of motives behind all this. Well, I mean, a lot of like for example, in the early uh, in, in January, we'll talk about. You know, we can throw some Chris stuff out there. Uh, a reporter from SN and what is it? S, SNY, whatever the TV network is, which happens to be owned by the Mets, was <gasps> the one that was pushing the Chris Bryant rumors then. Well, it turned out they never even called. No. Well, he was told something because he's like, oh, I trust my sources. And these people feed stuff. I know a lot of scouts um, that have been told, hey, can you kind of just feed this for me? And it happens. It happens all the time. It's, it, it's, it's for your franchise. So, like, maybe a dude drops something on the West Coast that has something to do on the East Coast. It goes to one tiny scout talking to a, a reporter there, and that reporter, of course, tweets something out that gets caught and picked up by somebody elsewhere, and they start com- you know conversing, and it moves up the line. It's actually something that that actually ends, and so um, it pushes up the line. And they do this; they they push hard. Um, I don't know if this is when does the show end or when does the bullshit trade stuff trade stuff ends on and so, trade stuff ends on Friday. This show never. <laughs> Never, ever. Thanks for commenting. We now have all of your information. We'll be texting <laughs> you every hour on the hour. Ah, down our app. Wait, we need to make um, a dancing zone. So there's like basically there's one go. week left in trade. Are you surprised the Sox haven't made a move yet? No, because I don't want them to overpay, which seems to be the the new big narrative going out that the longer you wait, the better deal you're going to get. I think uh, Cohen, the new owner of the Mets, which right, he knows right, nothing, right, Johnson. Right. He's crowdsourcing trades on Twitter, which I love. 
I, I absolutely mean, love it. It's awesome, but it's yeah. Can um, you imagine Jerry Reinsworth one day? Like, hey guys, hey guys, Trevor Story, <laughs> yeah or no? <laughs> pull, do the poll real quick. Trevor Story, uh hobby like, guys, should I pick up should GF, I pick up all of Trevor's money? <laughs> Oh my God, dude. I would have a heart attack if that happened. And he's like, Hey, I had K Fids make this gif of me riding a horse shirtless. <laughs> Check it out. Um, but, uh, but, uh, the idea uh, Jerry Ryan's secretly is the one who's been ruining all the Sox traits. If yes. somebody has a great Jerry Reinsdorf account, we are now in the uh, yeah. post era that's been thrown out there. Now somebody needs to get on it. Oh my god, that'd be fucking hilarious! Oh I would absolutely lose my shit. Um, what I was saying though is I'm Nelson Cruz- on my Palm Pilot out of tweet today. <laughs> Nelson Nelson Cruz uh, going to Tampa Bay might have started it up. You know what I mean? Like, and yes, I agree with Marcus. you, Cherizi. No, we cannot do a podcast longer than the 108. I'd have to, to go to the gas station and get some of those special pills with like the ego on there that they sell all over the counter. Otherwise I'm not going that long. Don't worry, Cherise, um, the tainted glove has your back on that one. Yeah. After this show, like six hours after this show, the tainted <laughs> glove is, uh, is going to be recording. So make sure you check them out as well. Um, fuck dude. I was all over the place this show. I apologize. I but I just Out of control Zoe is like it's Zulk. That's Zulk. <laughs> My sock summer sells those. I figure he does. I don't think he has the eagle ones. I think he has the tiger monkey claw ones. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get those. I'll go blind, but it'll be up for four hours. Um, yeah, dude. I was just fired, dude. I got there was like a bunch. That was like a week's worth of like pent up stupid social media rage so, so now can we if we transition from the rage let's talk about what the white Sox have done over the last couple of days well, yeah, they're good at baseball by the way let's, let's like, talk about we just, that part did, of it. We just talked for an days. hour and five minutes and didn't even mention that they're 20 fucking games over 500 and dominating the al central off day today but what did they do with the twins this day again just kicking the dirt onto their grave yeah it's just oh no the white Sox like dug the twins out of the grave and then just like Killed him again, and yes. then put him back. <laughs> Which is good, and I hope I think Burial they have Vampire alive, and then staking it in the heart. When I'm gets pretty sure off. they have one more series against them. I hope they just win every every game that series by 15 runs. <laughs> like, don't pull starters, don't do anything, just demolish them. Especially for, and just that's what you get for trading Nelson Cruz to Tampa Bay, you fucking assholes. They yeah. did that on purpose. They totally who do you did think, that. Who do you think does more trades, the Twins or the Cubs? Right now, it's one-one. Mm. Uh, over/under, right there. That I is like a that. good. That is a good bet. The Twins have a lot of guys that get, like good trade pieces for other teams. Cubs mm. do too. And if they hope- tie, what would be their over/under for their moves? I guess. Like what wins? So they're at two right now. Total. Are we doing total or each team? I said each team. What was each team's total like? So what number do you think of trades will will win this thing? What would be the total like if if the, if the twins make Six. four moves? Oh, that's four, a lot. No, 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 that's a lot. I'm, I'm gonna go four. Four. Like yeah. Four. Four. Like four. 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 four is rational. Four. 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 Yeah, four. 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 And if you are going, make sure you're following Josh, Nelson, and Sox Machine and all the 108 guys. They're putting together one hell of a tailgate. I already have FOMO. hasn't even started yet. Um, 
I can't go, but tailgate aside, which is going to be epic. The pitching matchups this weekend, dude, you have Giolito Peralta, Rodon Burns, and then Lynn and Woodruff. Like that sounds like an all-star game. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's, that's unreal pitching matchups. That's what the Cubs face every fucking like month. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> welcome to like, was that April? Where yeah, face- welcome to fucking April when the Cubs face Jesus. them like this back to back weekend. And if you're looking for the Brewers, hello. hello. If you're looking to like go to that game last minute, make sure you're checking out Tick Blitz, T I X B L I T Z dot com. Uh, still seats available, which is wild to me. Like, well, these are- the Brewers. I don't want to do a ton of jokes. Sorry, Cubs fans. I want to do a ton of jokes, but you know, it yeah. is guaranteed rate field north. Welcome. Yep. <laughs> guaranteed. Um, like we mentioned at the beginning of the show. This is the North. best combined ERA for a series since like 1913 when old Dickie Nelson was throwing, you know, oh, the, the three finger Brown yeah. using his digits to get out. But that's sick, dude. Like that's all appointment television. They're all primetime games, seven ten on Friday, six o'clock on Saturday and Sunday. Like, can I say this? I would really hope that people appreciate if it's a two to one game every day or one and a half. I hope that you guys can appreciate the beauty of tight baseball, well-played baseball, good pitching, despite knowing that they're both good hitting teams, you're facing some good pitching and good, you know, playing the game, playing the, playing all three facets of the game. Mm -hmm. When two good teams face each other is exciting. And I hope you guys can enjoy the nuance of the game and how every little decision does make a difference in those games because one run might win it every single day with those guys that are on the bump, let alone how those teams play. One would even say it's pretty good to have a Hall of Fame manager for this type of situation, but whatever. I'm not getting into that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you could just tell I'm frustrated, dude. I'm so frustrated about shit. I was trying. I just I felt that. I didn't want to throw the fire. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm going to probably – Softball scores, really softball scores all weekend. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna take the under probably Friday night, and it's gonna be ten to twelve or ten to eight. I'll probably take the under Saturday. It's gonna be fourteen to eleven. Yeah, (laughs) actually, no that that is that would be the most that's baseball. That would be the most baseball thing. Like all the games are just fucking slugfest. (laughs) To remind you that expectations and reality sometimes aren't always the same. This is a great point. Mm. Eloy should be back up with the White Sox before the end of the month. They got a series uh, at home versus Cleveland um, starting July. I want to just double check Friday, July 30th. That's probably when Eloy is going to be back. I know there's rumblings that he's going to show up in Milwaukee. Don't think that's happening, but July 30th. So yeah, it would probably be good to go get your tickets now. Tick blitz, T I X B L I T Z.com. Go! I'm just want to. I want people to support the homie, dude. What he did was solid. Mm-hmm. He did, that was super solid, and he's a really good dude. I've spoken to him outside of business conversations. He's a good guy. He actually has a Bears podcast. I was a guest on that, but yeah. Um, I don't know, dude. I'm gonna go like mainline some whiskey. Do you guys mm-hmm. got anything else you you want to add? There's another it? team too. But... I mean, do you really want to talk about? I think it's or, important. What's going on with KB's legs, Kevin? Yeah, we talk, about, we talk about we talk about uh, hamstring fatigue real quick. Yeah, my hamstrings have um, been fatigued for fucking twenty four years. <laughs> That's fucking bullshit. He told David Ross that he had heavy legs, and Ross like, "You're sitting for four days." 
Bruh, I, my, my legs feel heavy when I put my socks on because I'm like, oh, that's too many ounces. But no, I, I was I was thinking more like the again what the Cubs have coming down the line. You've got, I think the one question someone put up. I actually I got it in the DM was about the Mets trading. With this Mets trade, it seems to be one that's being pushed the most. But how can the Mets afford to trade for both offense, which is their secondary need, and still afford to pay for pitching, which is their primary need currently, and what's going on with that franchise right now? So, like Aldo, that's what I was going to ask you: is what do you think? Like, is like especially when they throw out like teams like the Mets, where like everyone thinks that a trade is going to happen because it is a need. But if you have two needs that are of like one primary and one secondary, like does it really even make sense? Yeah, of course the Mets could use a third baseman or a player like Chris Bryant. But Chris Bryant's not going to actually stop them from giving up eight runs in a ball game, or what is it like six runs or seven runs in the in the bottom of the ninth inning against the Pirates? So mm-hmm. what do you think? Like, do you think that? Again, we were talking about trade overvaluing, but do you think like with the Cubs, like the rumors, which rumors do you think like she, that hold weight um, of any of the guys that the Cubs have, let alone not just KB, but anybody? Like which ones hold weight? See, like, I mean, the thing with the Mets and the Cubs, like, I mean, this goes back for like six, seven years. They just match up so perfectly, and especially now that the Cubs just aren't contending. Um, they, they match up so perfectly on what the Mets needs are and what the Cubs can offer. <laughs> so like they could get like anything they want. They, they, uh, you know, Diaz has been struggling lately. There's Craig Kimbrell. There's, you know, Ryan Tapera. There's Chafin. You got three, like one elite, elite closer. And then like two, like really solid relievers they can get, mm-hmm. uh, with Lindor down. Obviously there's, there's Baez or there's Brian that they could get, uh, pitching hell. I mean, you're, if you're a Mets fan, you're not going to be thrilled if, like, the big addition is Zach Davies, but, like, you know, solid end-of-the-rotation guy. It, it, at the end, it depends, like, how much the Mets want to – you know, we're talking about the White Sox going for it in, tw- in 2021. How much do they want to go for it this year? Because uh, at the end of the day, we, we know the Cubs are asking high for Chris Bryant. We've, mm-hmm. That's been for years. And, like, even, even though Chris Bryant's uh, name has been in trade rumors since, like, it seems like 2019, you know, maybe even a little before that. Every step of the way, every time you hear the name, it's like, you know, but the Cubs are asking a lot. And they should, because they know the value of like, Ryan, they know how good he is. I'd like to point out, look at, are gonna the trade. three of us watch a lot, a lot of baseball. And when we were trying to think of closers or relievers the White Sox should trade for, we couldn't think of any names. If that doesn't tell you Kimbrel's going to get you, Kimbrel, Chafin, and Tapera, they should get you some David, nice prospects. David Ross has looked like a genius manager all season because all he has to do is roll out Tapera, Chafin, and Kimbrel. Like actually, when those two guys went when when Tapera went down and he had to choose somebody else between Chafin and Kimbrel and then somebody else, Ross's bullpen management went to shit. To be honest, when he had those three guys, he's just like, all right, well, who's leading off? A righty or lefty? All right, <laughs> righty Tapera, you got you got the seventh. Chafe, you got this. You got the eighth. And then, you know, Kim Roll, Dirty Craig and the boys close the door and, you know, do a soup kitchen in your in your Prius. And that's the beauty of those, those three guys are. It's so like those three guys together, if you have a lead going into the sixth inning, you have I, – I mean, I don't – I have no numbers in front of me, but I would give it like a 9 out of 10 chance to win a ball game every time out. And I think that – I think that – that it, it makes it so much easier for you. Yeah, it, it does. It's it, the same thing we're saying. <laughs> All right, all right, what's the match? All right, those three guys are going to throw smoke rings. We're good. So get the game to the six. That's the sad part about Jake Harrietta. He just had to get to the He couldn't get to the fifth. Um, get to the fucking fourth. <laughs> get to the third. Yeah, right. whoa, whoa. <laughs> but but that's like that's that's what like so that's a huge thing. So for the White Sox, you get you had a Kim, God to only worry about who am I going to go with? 
crochet, uh, like or go with uh, what Raylo is it Raylo who's now getting getting a little more outings, right? No, nope. I think that's just a temporary thing with Raylo. I don't but, think but, but like- this year, right now, like your options this year, which is a little more obviously because they're trying to keep him safe and keep him healthy. Um, you've got so you got to worry about the seventh inning if you have Kimbrel and Hendricks. How much easier does that make a even an old dog like Tony LaRusso's job? He could cruise in like on because again, other than Dallas Keuchel, dudes are getting to the sixth inning. Guys will probably push to the seventh, especially when you get like you know, especially with Rodon and, and Giolito. Those guys can push. You know, Dylan Cease just has to avoid the, the meltdown innings. Um, oh yeah, they wanted to send him down. Um, anyway, but you can get through those meltdown innings with with Cease. Cease just has a he just God the wheels come off so fast. And if it was like you Darvish a couple years ago, I used to bitch about it, right? Where like one bad thing would happen, and it was like before you could even like even blink. It was like a flash fire and three runs, but then they're back to normal and they're good after that. How do you stop the flash fires? And I think the Cubs figured out with you how to stop the flash fires with, with Dylan Caesar. They can figure out how to stop the flash fire with him. You've got a guy that can also go deep. And so now you've just got to fill up that seventh, eighth and ninth. Hendricks. Heartbreaking news. Uh Oh, <laughs> not really. That, Dr. Dre's wife. MLB executive burner. account. Uh, just tweeted out, maybe it's just because of proximity, but we could see a crosstown deal with the Cubs and the White Sox. Yeah. White Sox have been scouting Cubs relievers, mostly the right-handers, and mainly Ryan Tapera, mm-hmm. high on the White Sox radar. And they're in on bats, but they're not willing to part with top three to five prospects. They believe that their young bats have filled the void. Well, you know. Tapera could land like a, what, a top 10 White Sox prospect, I think would be fair. Right? Contract-wise, he's, he's done at the end of the year, so it's a rental too. Yeah, sure. I'll kick you a natural golf quest. I was gonna say with that, uh, there was I think it was Jesse Rogers who's like I, I forget the all the teams you mentioned, but you did mention the White Sox are in St. Louis. Scout this week. Who's played there this week? The Cubs. Yeah, I really need to see what Katy Perry's booty hole has to say about all this. <laughs> you know what? Here's so the funny part, weapon, by the way. I, I do think it's kind of funny though. Everyone at this time of year is way more hypersensitive to people in the stands with radar guns and iPads. Um, they've probably been there all along. Um, a lot of the times, sometimes they've been upstairs, uh, but they want you to be—they want you to see them. So, congratulations when you're tweeting somebody out like, "Hey, someone here from the blah blah blah." Guess what? They're probably wearing them. I mean, if they didn't want you to know who they were and they didn't want to know the people to know in the public that they're scouting somebody from somewhere of those two teams, they would just wear a regular golf polo that doesn't have like any insignia and they would just sit there like they're a scout for somebody. They're wearing their team stuff. They're yeah, showing like, uh, friend White Sox Barber on Twitter. He went to the Sox game and the dude, the red scout was sitting in front of him and he just had his like pass on his lap that said like scout for the reds like <laughs> his pass it was like face yeah Absolutely. face off it's like okay he was there during the white Sox twins game more likely he was there scouting barrios barrios but barrios Let everybody talk though yeah leverage yeah i mean it's just yeah but that's the fun part about this time of year because everybody's reading tea leaves everybody's reading tea leaves and so with the cubs you know tapera is a good pickup if somebody picks him up Chafin's a great pickup. I God, I wish the White Sox would get him just because I would love to be able to continue to root for him. I mean, you're trying to speak it into existence. I think this is five shows in a row now. You brought it up like in the in the passing. But I was on cruise for Tampa Bay. I'm gonna go ahead and call Kimbrell's going to Houston. Okay. So you need to start looking at the Houston farm system 
and what you want to get out of it. Maddie Mitch asked in chat, like, what's Dodgers the aren't too high, by the way, Jansen right now. Just saying. Jansen, no, he's been picking up. Dude, look at his last, like, five games. That, well, they've been not, not high on him for, like, two years. Yeah, but he, <laughs> yeah. He's, no, he's turned it around. Like, he found – I was watching their last game, and their announcers were giving him a verbal over-the-pants hand job. They were not, – Not the last game. <laughs> All I've heard from Dodgers, especially Dodger fans for the last two years is – He's great in like non-save situations, and you put him into a tight spot. And so he's a Ramos Moreras. I, I mean, no, he's really good. I would uh, when it doesn't that. when it doesn't count, he hits bombs. Um, that's a harsh act. I don't think Yumber would take offense to that. By the way, he's a big Ramos Ramirez fan. I think he really hurt his feelings. Are they? Ast- do the Astros have a good farm system? What's their ranking? No. Oh, <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, okay. like, which is crazy because they had. I mean, well, they were like. I mean, how many first round picks? Because guys were up. It's like the Cubs. <laughs> Sorry, Yumper. I didn't even it out. I pissed off the Star Wars people earlier. I love Aram. There you go. He is burning bridges tonight, guys. Yeah. Zoe is burning the house down. Burning it all down. My Twitter avatar has never been more accurate than it is tonight. Shut your mouth. The only, I mean, Forrest uh, Whitley is their number one. By far, dude. I feel like I've heard his name for like three years. He's twenty three. Um, he is he good. <laughs> he's a fifty five overall. All right. Here's me. Like, do you trade for these guys that have like they're well, here, still double A or single A, and they're twenty three? Yeah, and they've been in this system for five years, and they still haven't hit over. You know, they they still have a, holy shit. Okay, MLB pipeline before entering this year, they have the Astros twenty ninth. Oh yeah, that's a oh god. Who, where, where do you think? Don't even look about who the prospects are. What area do you think the Cubs are targeting? Like, do they want pitching? Do they want a position player? We've got some good young bats coming up. I mean, Brennan Davis right now. By the way, if you haven't heard the name Brennan Davis right now, you need to dig in. My man has four or five home runs in the last like four days. He's a top home runs in the futures game. He's incredibly talented. He's the son of. Las Vegas legend. Um, now I can't remember his name. God dang it. Uh, Reggie Theus, who played basketball for UNLV back in the day. I mean, he is uh, like his mom was a, a track star um, at UCLA, I believe. Like he's got some fantastic like athlete genes, and he is now coming Here, in. Here's a good one for the Cubs from the. So this kid, Alex Santos, he's currently playing A ball. He's 19 years old. He's a 45 overall out of the 80 grade scale. Uh, he has. 55 grade fastball and a 55 grade curveball. Looks like he just needs to work on his control a little bit. 6'4, 194 pounds. I mean, that's a great frame for a pitcher. 19 years old. Like, that's what I think you're going to get for a Kimbrel, is like an Alex Santos. Plus, I think with relievers, plus. you're going to get someone that's closer to Major League Ready. I think for relievers, you're going to get somebody that's actually a AAA, double A stud. You're okay. not going to get some of these crap shoots that are now like, with a Chris Bryant or a Javi Baez or an Anthony Rizzo because it's a rental and it's not like someone that's pitching right. with a far bigger impact when it comes to stretch runs. Than, well, than then can I interest you stuff. in a Hunter Brown, 22 years old, double okay. A, 6'2", 212, 65 grade fastball, 60 grade curveball. Basically, and he has a slider, but no change up. His control is only a 45, but... No. Is this for Houston? This is what Houston has, but this is I'm trying. I'm being the Houston's GM. You're trying, trying, to, sell, you're trying you to sell us. Yeah. Well, well, there's a. Well, I yeah. I I sure fucking hope if the Cubs uh, trade Craig, Craig Kimbrell, they get better than uh, a 19 year old. Uh, is he a starter? That's part of it. Really? That's part of it. Part of the. Well, no, but like I hope the, the, the headliner is better. Just, than make sure that 
these are like these are is Houston even was Houston in the eleven that even like a, like an issue right now? Or it's called Houston as, needs a closer. Yeah, they do. Yeah, Houston needs a closer. If so they're the good a- thing about it is that you know, I saw in the chat too. The Blue Jays need a closer. Uh, yep. You know. Oakland, they, oh, I know Oakland has Trevino, and I think they've been using Dykeman a little too back Mark and forth. Mark my words, although you just nailed it. Mark my words, might even start tonight. You're going to start seeing tweets from like Heyman and those guys like in on Craig Kimball. The Blue Jays, the Astros, hey. and then find another team that needs a closer. That's need. Right. Need. Yeah. He's not even – report on need. It's so vague. Nobody told him that. Nobody called him. <laughs> nobody emailed him. He's going straight off a of need. And then I don't know one of these – Yeah. Zoe is hungry tonight, so I guarantee he's – Yeah, there's a really good chance he's going to order a pizza yeah. at some point. That actually sounds good. Okay, um, see what I did? I spoke it into existence. Now you're going to work. Padres? Do the Padres need a closer? No. What do you guys think about this negotiations through the media stuff, though, like in the sense of, like, do you feel like it's journalistically ethical? I like and, to put or it. Or do you feel like it's, like, not their fault? I mean, it's been happening for, like, a long time. I know. That's <laughs> what I'm, like, I just, the Scott Boras stuff to me feels, like, that one probably, to me, has been a little bit more recently now that I've seen the inside. Is like, he was made I to be the boogeyman my entire life because he's a guy that. Oh, for sure. Greedy players. But now you think about it. Who was who was who, who who profited off of the greedy players not getting as much? The people that are putting the money in their pockets now, which is the owners. It's For so weird. A question like that, I like to quote the great poet Phil Collins. Mm. This is the world we live in. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. I mean, it's just that's the times, dude. Social media rules everything when it comes to shit like this. Mm-hmm. And you have to be the first person. Even if you're like the even if you get the story and you Post it five minutes later. In those five minutes, three other people beat you to the scoop. No one gives a shit about your tweet. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it's just the world we live in right now. And oh, that's that's what I was thinking about, Maddie. Yeah. The Red Sox. Uh, Red Sox, Red Sox, and Padres do not need a closer. The best thing the Cubs can do is start a bidding war between the Blue Jays, the A's, and the Astros. They get those going. They can probably get something like the Giants. The Giants need a closer. No, right? Like. Uh, I could definitely, but I could also see that for some weird reason, Kimbrel in a Dodgers uniform feels right to me. Like Eric Gagne style. Like yeah, like, like just, Gagne. It, it feels right to me. Mm-hmm. And they would um, love him in LA because he's just I mean, comes in and he's like, I'm, I'm still calling my shot. Kim Turner could wrap their beards together and be like, twin. I'm still gender. calling my shot and say Kimbrel goes to Houston. Okay. But Kimbrel in a Dodgers uniform, picturing it in my head right now, it, it feels right. It feels right. So, Although, who do you think is the most of the Cubs? Who's the most destined out? Like Ryan Tapera. Yeah. Like that's a guy. It's like, all right, you're gonna get yep. yourself a good, and solid it's not gonna cost you. Lever. Yeah, it's not gonna be anything crazy from your like farm system. The Cubs could probably just get like a solid, you know, mid tier guy, and then be like, all right, that's cool. part of the bidding war, Alex. Okay, yeah, that's part of the bidding war. Because if I'm sitting there, I'm like, hey, Houston, the Blue Jays just said they're going to eat the contract and give me a prospect. What do you got? Yeah. If you, you know got, what I mean? Like, so what Alex said was eating the – repeat that again. He said eating the contract – Alex, uh, the a said eating the contract will do a lot more than a bidding war, basically yep. buying a better prospect. So oh, you are, I didn't read the last one. See, people you're, don't retweet. You're paying, people don't money. <laughs> you're paying additional money to garner a prospect that has that – that potential upward movement compared to just a simple, like here, take our rental. And then it makes a lot right. of sense. No, I get that. That, that makes sense. But see, Alex, I defend you. Okay. Yeah, no, you're right. I just <laughs> didn't read it. Cause I guess I'll go to your head. I'm still seeing red, but um, 
Yeah, I mean they the Cubs do are in a good position in the sense that they hold three of the top reliever candidates in a market that's not exactly flush. You know what I mean? So like they can come out of this. I mean, obviously the Cubs they're whew, they're not doing much this year, but they can come out of this as quote winners. You know what as I mean? As long as they fucking spend in the outside. Right. Well, no, they can win this trade deadline by playing it smart, driving up the price for a Kimbrel, getting good returns for a Chafin, and uh, who's the other guy? Tapera. Um, and then possibly trading one of the big three, you know, before letting them just walk. And then in the offseason, go and get a Carlos Correa. You know what I mean? Yep. So that's how I think the Cubs have to play it. And that's just from an outsider looking in with that. Um, well, fuck, we're already at an hour and a half. Let's uh, rapid fire where you think guys are going to end up just so we can go back and say, I call that shot. So like Kim Kimbrell, I'm taking Houston. Okay. Kevin, what do you think? Just pick any guy. All right. From the well, Cubs or anyone, I guess. I don't know. Well, okay. Well, here's one. I think QO, I think, Here's my prediction, and I've I've, I've kind of I have to stick with it. I got to stick with it, even though it even though I know that every part of me right now and everything I've seen says no. I don't think the Cubs are going to trade either Javi, KB, or Rizzo by the trade deadline. I think All right, so that no, that's a fair prediction. That I think, you but think. I do think that Chafin and Tapera and Kimbrel are gone, and I think that Wilson Contreras. Okay, you're not playing the gone. game right. I know, I know. <laughs> That's my so if, if who yeah, I think is on the most, Kimbrel. No, no, dude. No, just make, pick out. a player and predict. Say the a team. player and say what oh. team he's going to be on next week. Next mm. weekend, yeah, yeah. The team. Tapera, White Sox. Ooh. Okay, there you go. Now you're playing the game. I was going to go. <laughs> Whose game is it? <laughs> I was going to go. I'll go Tapera. Red Sox. Oh, spicy. Um, I'm just going to speak it into existence. Trevor Story, White Sox. There you uh, go. There you go, Zoe. Come on, Trevor. I do. I'll say this, Aldo. I think I, I know if, if KB is not traded to a West Coast team, which is God, everybody's preference, especially his Red Sox, KB would be cool. What about KB A's? That would be cool because I'm going to tell you right now. I know that there are some, you know, it sounds uh, Oakland fans sound like Raiders fans right now. Back in 2017, <laughs> no way, we're staying. They got, they even voted on a proposal. Yeah, they did back then too. They're doing it for show. The Las Vegas Athletics is going to happen, kids. What year do you think that happened? Jumper, I'm going to, I'm going to allow this one jumper. <laughs> I'm going to allow this one because I made fun of a Ram, and that's your guy. So he said, Javi Baez to the White Sox. He's just trying to fire me up. I'm going to give up. you this one. Um, I like this one. This one I like. That's a good mm. prediction. Zach mm-hmm. Plezak to the Blue Jays. Blue Jays need pitching bad. Yep. Man. They need pitching real bad. Zach Plezak to the Blue Jays. I love it because it gets him out of the AL Central. I think that kid still <laughs> is. Yeah, I think he's going to be good. I think he's got a good career ahead of him. Um, the Blue Jays could make a run at this, man. I mean, that AL East is wild. Always. Is. They just they just need so much pitching help. Yeah. <laughs> um. I also think uh, I think uh, who's the guy from the Twins? Barrows, Barrows, Barrios. I think he's a Yankee. Ooh. I think he's oh, a Yankee. I think the big name maybe should him up Marte from the Marlins because like they ended their extension talks and like he's fucking good. 
<laughs> yeah, he's very good. Uh, Yankees too for him. I can see that. They need Cal and goats. Cal and, I'm supposed to say cow and goats. I'm just, my sister, I guarantee she hasn't been listening this long. It's the best part. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, now I could be like, I don't want this to happen, but Chris Bryant to the Mets. Sorry. Mm. It's, he, doesn't want, he, doesn't, he doesn't want worst it to happen. It's actually the worst thing in the world. It's yeah. the worst thing in the world, though. Like, I'm going to cut you off right now because – I hate the Mets more than any team. I'm sorry. Cardinals, number two. I mean, I'll go number two on number two, but I hate the Mets. And you also are dealing with someone that is a raised Red Sox fan. Boston people hate New York City. So sending KB to a place where he was raised to hate is probably like sending a Cub fan that was raised by a fan of the 1969 Cubs. What do the Brewers need? So Mets are like the worst. Stop. The I'd rather be Cardinals. I don't know, probably like a like their 20th second baseman. I don't know. Escobar <laughs> to the Sox. Yeah, that could that's probably gonna happen. All right, fellas. I gotta wrap it up. Baby's always calling. Um yeah, asking for his trade prediction. Yeah, yeah. His <laughs> probably go, which yeah, we're not gonna trade you for a damn cent. Yeah, his 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 trade prediction right now is screaming at the top of his lungs because I'm, I'm late to go to feed Brewers. him. Um, you just unzipped your sweatshirt and said, I'm about to go feed him. Do you have like <laughs> no, I'm it's, a, it's a right, thousand I'm, degrees? In <laughs> I'm thinking about the meet the fuckers. I'm dying right now. Whoa, that was where I'm like, Where are we going with this? It's I am dying. All right, fellas, I gotta bounce off. I'll talk to you guys. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. Yeah. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. <laughs> it's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee. So the whole league that we here now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Straight rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for. Yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah Every season they get all changed Take me out to the bar game This is what you waiting for, yeah You can put it on a boy, yeah Every season they get all changed Take me out to the bar game This is what you waiting for, yeah You can put it on a boy, yeah Every season make it all change. Every season make it all change. Take me out to the ball game.